0: Hey everybody! Thanks for joining us again for another episode of the Baptist Bias. We're going to be talking about YouTubers, and I'm excited to have a special guest on the show, Cassidy Campbell. But before we get started, we're going to start off with our benelog.
1: Hello, everyone. We here at YouTube have decided to rebrand ourselves. We're no longer YouTube, but will now be known as Yo Yo Mama, because we care about you more than your biologically related persons, or AKA your parents, we're dedicated to protecting you from all the evils of capitalism, white straight men and facts. This message is brought to you in whole by Pfizer, which is actually brought to you by corporate lobbyists and special interests, which is brought to you by paid government officials, which is brought to you by the ADL, which is brought to you by a group of people who coincidentally share the exact same religion and ethnicity, which is totally unrelated. Thanks for watching one of the 10 videos we recommended you, no matter what you searched, we love for people to discover the content we push to the top of the algorithm. Yo-Yo Mama, of course, is not gonna give you an allowance if you break our rules. Therefore, you have no choice but to comply or be erased from history, much like the seasonal flu. All videos, comments, and thoughts must be in conformity with our community guidelines. We use the term community to make you feel like your opinion actually matters. Yet we're legally obligated to mention that in the small print, community technically means whatever the hell we want. With our newest update to the terms and services, version 1984 of Yo-Yo Mama, we'll see the release of our newest feature, Think Again. Yo-Yo Mama has been listening to your private conversations, phone calls, text messages, while you're sleeping, noises from the bathroom, watching you all the time, but of course, not in a creepy way at all. All to create the greatest feature, think again. We realize that not everyone can always have approved thoughts and ideas, not everyone can always be on the right side of history, and many are easily confused thanks to misinformation, documentaries, and books, and we want to help them think again. From now on, if you have the wrong idea, we'll zap your hand to punish, I mean, advise you to have the right idea, to think again. Our scheduled updates also include mostly peaceful reminders such as locking your phone, debiting your bank account, prison, and if necessary, sudden death. And remember, Yo-Yo Mama does this for your benefit, for your own good to keep things equitable and safe for everyone and to protect our democracy. So with that, we want to remind you not to watch any videos containing toxic masculinity, traditional values, statistics, facts, reality, evidence, dictionary definitions, history, white people, men who were born men, or anything claiming to be quote, the truth or quote, biblical or quote, based. Finally, we want to remind you to avoid at all costs probably the worst offender of our crucial safety guidelines, a weekly podcast hosted by the most pernicious hate group of them all, the Baptist Bias.
0: Thanks again for tuning in with us. The Baptist Bias, 8 p.m. You're watching the greatest show ever. Ben, why don't you say hi to everybody? How's it going, everyone? It's The Baptist Bias. We're live Tuesday,
1: February 28th, 8 p.m. Central Time. You are right where you should be for another edition of the show, Talking YouTubers. Pastor Shelley's by my side. We've got a great audience. We've got a great guest. I'm ready to go.
0: Well, you know, obviously, popular YouTubers would be uh, our most famous steadfast channel and uh, Love Thy Neighbor. Oh, wait, nuked again. Gone. <laughs> and it's gone. And so, uh, obviously, uh, Ju- I mean, YouTube is such a wonderful platform and we love everything about it. I can't wait for Yo Yo Mama. I've been looking for someone to parent me all along the way. And, of course, all to protect our democracy. Nothing could be more fragile and more important than our democracy in a constitutional republic.
1: Absolutely. And also ensuring equity for all.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't need to discriminate against, you know, anybody except for white men that are straight and uh, make money. We don't want to discriminate against anybody, though, except for them. All are welcome. It's wonderful. Well, I'm excited that we have a special guest on the show this evening. Uh, He is a popular YouTuber uh, for now. It's uh, Cassidy Campbell. Let's bring him on the show. That's funny. (laughs) How's it going? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. What's up? We're just, uh, we're excited to have another show and uh, talk about YouTubers. And we thought, hey, we should bring on a YouTuber himself. Why don't you uh, introduce uh, yourself to the audience real quick?
2: Uh, so my name's Cassidy Campbell and, uh, man, I've been doing pranks and like comedy based stuff on YouTube for, I mean, this is going on the seventh year, man. So I've been doing this a while now and, uh, and I do some videos like catching child predators and stuff like that as well. So
0: yeah, man. That's so would you call yourself a YouTuber? Is that like a label that you like or you agree I, with?
2: or? If somebody asks me what I do, I'm like, well, I, I make videos for YouTube,
0: Facebook, and Rumble. I don't just say, yeah, man, I'm a YouTuber. I don't know. It sounds weird. Okay. What about, uh, you know, to getting into this industry? Is this something that was purposeful? Like, did you just wake up one day and decide, you know what? I'm going to just go all in on online videos, or is it something that to happen by accident or organically? What was kind of how this, how did this start? Yeah, man. So I used to watch
2: a lot of pranks on YouTube when I was like probably just early 20s, I'd say. And I was kind of inspired by these other YouTubers. And I was like, you know what? I'll just give it a shot. It looks fun. So kind of just was doing it for fun and it took off. I mean i i didn't expect it to blow up like it did and plus i started in a better time like now it is so hard to blow up on youtube man and just the way they've changed their algorithm and just all these new rules they constantly seem to be implementing like it used to be for like youtube was actually for just normal people like me and you and now it's just for these major corporations and what they do obviously is they, a lot of these content creators, you can, you know that they heat them. It's where basically they push them to the top, like somebody like Mr. Beast, like they're going to push them to the top and they want them to be the face of the platform. Not because they're the best, not because they're the funniest. It's simply because they just want somebody to be the face and that's that. <clears throat> yeah, they probably like- made a-
0: made a contract with those individuals, right? Like they probably signed them or they have agreements with them and and they're kind of just going to go by whatever they want them to do. Exactly. Uh, You know, it's interesting, like back when I started discovering YouTube, um, I don't even know exactly, maybe 2012 or or 2013 is probably when I started watching a lot more YouTube videos or just kind of seeing things online a lot. Mm -hmm. It seemed like the searching algorithm was really good. You could, you could find a lot of different content. Um, There was a lot of good information on YouTube and just kind of slowly over time, it just kept changing and evolving. It even seemed at that point in time that the algorithms were designed to promote content to you that you liked. think they would kind of analyze your behavior and say, hey, you like these videos? Here's other videos that are just like it. And really the goal was just Mm -hmm. to get you to watch. It wasn't necessarily nefarious as much as it was just simply honestly trying to please the user. Is that is that kind of what your experience was?
2: Oh, 100%. And on top of that, you know what was cool that they used to be able to do, say you had a video on YouTube and I wanted to respond to it. I could literally make a, make a legitimate response video and it would show up right under yours.
0: Wow. That, now, that's, yeah, that was cool. When did you kind of start, like what, do you remember what year, like when you kind of started <clears throat> making these videos or, or kind of getting on YouTube?
2: Yeah, so I started doing like comedy stuff, pranks, and whatever in 2017. Yeah, 2017.
0: Okay, so 2017. And I mean, how, you know, one of the questions that we kind of had or were thinking about is like how to get popular on YouTube. If we kind of go back to a 2017 mentality for a second, you know, how did, how long did it take for you to get kind of going or, or kind of like how many, you, subscribers and views, because oh. it seems like now you have maybe like 1.6, 1.69, or 1.69 yeah. uh, million, uh. million subs. That's a lot. So like, how long did that take or what was kind of your journey?
2: And, and what's funny is that I got way more views because the algorithm is just so garbage now. I got way more views when I had like 300,000, 400,000 subs. I'm like, that's not realistic, dude. Like that, it should be the other way around, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter how good the video I put out is. But uh, I was gonna say, so it probably took me about a year and a half of consistency with the pranks until I started really, uh, just started to blow up. But uh, I mean, obviously I was never on like a Mr. Beast type level or any of these other people, you know? Like I had pretty good traction, I mean, but it was never like insane, you know? It was like, it was kind of, it was pretty steady growth to be honest, man.
0: So I mean, it. I think I looked it up, and I think there was like thirty-two thousand YouTubers that have a million subs now. Um, it was something like we should we should fact check that, but I'm pretty sure. Why don't you fact check that for me, Ben? But I think when I looked it up, there's like several thousand uh, YouTubers, and and of, of course, YouTube's really expanded into all kinds of different genres at this 32, point. Thirty-two thousand YouTube channels. Yeah, thirty-two thousand. So I I think that you know initially though. YouTube was kind of mostly comedy videos. Is that? I mean, I, again, I don't know exactly when. When did YouTube start? Two thousand six, I believe, or 2005, two thousand five. Yeah. Okay. Oh five oh six. And when did they sell? Do you know when they sold? Because they sold twenty twelve to, to Google for like three hundred million. I think is how yeah, much they sold. Yeah, it was it like for. a
1: crazy amount of money. I I remember. I just want to mention real quickly. I do remember those early days of YouTube back in
0: two thousand six. Do you have you? Did you use it back then? <laughs> It's hard for me to think of that far back. I'm sure that I watched some things, but I, I thought, I think I watched YouTube and I thought it was stupid. Cause it was just like all these random people just uploading just garbage. I mean, it wasn't even funny. It wasn't, it was just like, this is some guy like watching grass grow and so he uploads in, it onto YouTube. In
1: '06, I was in high school and I made my own YouTube channel in 2006 yeah. as, a, as a child and just do it just talking wrestling were you born with my friends what you're born to that yes yes okay. i was uh so you know i was a huge wrestling fan as a kid and and so we did like a podcast on there uh, literally it's like a 10 year old but anyway uh it was a lot more accessible back then at cassidy and uh, much easier to
0: garner many views
2: yeah way easier because they didn't have this garbage algorithm and all these stupid guidelines
0: yeah. Well, it seems like to me, and you know, I don't know what the future beholds, but it seems like YouTube's trying to turn into TV. You know. Oh yeah. Back yeah. in the day, you know, at least when I, I started listening to um, Pastor Anderson and Faith Word Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and um, I got interested in YouTube just because of the reach potential, and I started kind of uh, thinking about ways that a church could reach people. You know, in my mind, I was never thinking about TV because it just seemed like it's impossible. To get on DTV, TV's kind of locked down. You have to have millions and millions of dollars, know somebody, and even then, they're not going to let any kind of content on television. And it, you know, YouTube was kind of this free for all, wild, wild west. Anybody can do it. But at, at this point, it's almost seeming like we're getting to a TV era where mm-hmm. YouTube's going to be so locked down that the barrier to entry is is just enormous. No one can really grow. And of course, I don't think they want to claim that. So they'll allow people to still create accounts and get 50 viewers or something, you know, but in order to find their content, explore their content, share their content, you know, it's just going to be, you have to go direct link to it. It's almost like a a direct website at that point. Is that kind of what you think is going to be the future of YouTube or what's your kind of perspective?
2: Oh, yeah, I started noticing that a while ago just when they started implementing all these guidelines. That they're trying to make it like TV, and they're obviously, um, you know, just trying to pump up these major uh, networks, you know, like CNN and MSNBC, whatever, Fox even, um, just these major networks. And they have their favorite libtard content creators that they'll push in the algorithm who will just push whatever narrative they want, like, what is it, Dr. Mike and stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think is um, the future. Yeah, young Turks. So the guy the guy who says that Christianity is bad, the Bible's bad, but he uh, is supportive of bestiality as long as you're not harming the animal, he said. Chunky
0: yogurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think in Spain they recently uh, made it legal <clears throat> for bestiality. He,
2: he probably took a, a flight right over there when that happened. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I— you know, I don't know what um, it would be like. It's impossible to know, but it, it, to me it'd be funny is if we could see the Young Turks or somebody, how they would do without all of the help and all of the of algorithm push. No one, push would, no one and, would care. And, I mean, you know, it, it's it's just kind of hard. You can't really see.
2: But in, in my mind, again,
0: we don't have a free market. So, you know, it's really hard with the plat- like a phone and, and these other devices to create an, an alternative to YouTube. But if you could create an alternative or there ends up being another opportunity to really push your content like it was before, I feel like YouTube would eventually kill itself. I mean, because yeah. nobody cares about all this junk that they're promoting by and large. And they have some content creators that people like, but if they were able to get off of this platform, this crazy train, I think that they would. You know, I don't know if Rumble is the, an alternative, like a viable alternative. I don't know if Rumble is going to eventually turn into YouTube light or if they're going to continue to try and, you know, stake more, cons- you know, conservative and allow more free speech. But, you know, we're going on, on Rumble. What do you, what do you think about Rumble?
2: Oh, I've been pushing my stuff over there, especially like the, cause I can't post the, to catch a predator videos on YouTube. So I, so, somehow I can still post them on Facebook but um, I put them on Rumble and then I have a locals account so I post like uncensored stuff there and um, and it's good it's like it's a paywall basically like patreon but they don't have guide like patreon still has guidelines and they will wipe your crap out but locals doesn't have any of that. Um, so yeah, it's like a paid wall. But I think Rumble's the future, man. Uh, especially you're gonna see in the next two to three years a, a big difference, I think. And Rumble has grown by like seventy to eighty million users in the last year or so.
0: you know i I feel like also Rumble's probably struggling a little bit with just trying to grow their platform, meet all the tech requirements and and everything. yeah, because initially, when I started going to Rumble, it seemed like, It was hard to search and and find content, but it seems like it's gotten a lot better um, more recently. And I know there's a lot more content creators over there. Um, We've put our show and we've put some of our sermons on there, and it's gotten a lot of views. So I think that there's definitely a fan base over there. There's people that want um, the content, and, you know, you might not be able to find it always on YouTube. In fact, we're trying to build our own platform, godresource.com. And we have a video platform, we're actually streaming The Baptist Bias over there as well. And okay. I think that we're gonna end up starting uh, from now on, on our YouTube streams, we're gonna cut them at the you know, near the end of the show and only go on Rumble, only go on godresource.com so that we can say anything that we want and to try and help users transition mm-hmm. and, and go to these other platforms because you know, at the end of the day, our days, our days specifically are limited on YouTube, and and it's not necessarily a source of income for us, so. But you're the love preacher, how is that possible? (laughs) Well, obviously some people don't like love, you know, and and we just just like to love everybody over here, Ben, right? Don't you just love everyone? Of course, I love everyone. I just wanna love people with the truth, and uh, you know, I love people with Leviticus 2013, and uh, I would love for everyone to watch. The most loving documentary of all time. Certain documentaries, and.
2: You know, that is a loving documentary. (laughs) The uh, it it was funny because uh, the young Turks they thought they were gonna like expose Pastor Anderson and they posted the video like, Look, this hateful preacher is saying this about the gays, and then everybody it just totally backfired on them because everybody in the comments was like, God bless Pastor Anderson, he's telling it how it is, and stuff.
1: (laughs) YouTube comment sections are based yeah you go to the comments section of a lot of these libtard left-wing lunatic videos and you see a like practically 95 percent disagreeing and calling them out for being insane calling them out for being deranged and it's like they're all just anti-sodomite and pro-truth there's a very large audience of people out there who are like-minded with us not on everything but on a lot of things and especially the sodomite issue and i think the challenge for us is just trying to reach those people and trying to galvanize them and uh, obviously get them the gospel. But uh, Pastor Shelley, I do think there is a very large audience out there for us to reach, even with all the censorship.
0: Of course there is. I mean, that's the reason why they censor us, is because there's millions of people that will be watching us. I mean, I think that Pastor Anderson would be one of the most uh, popular YouTube personalities if it weren't (laughs) for you know, censorship, if it wasn't for the algorithm being unfair. Hundreds of thousands of subscribers, I'm sure. Well, probably millions. I think, I think yeah. again, he would be one of the top YouTubers. Because when I initially was finding him, I would just type in the word Baptist and it would just be like, only Pastor Anderson videos. Yeah, And he was just kind of the top of the results. And of course, you know, a lot of his documentaries, if, if again, we're talking zero censorship. If there was zero censorship, he could put every one of his documentaries up, every one of his videos up. I mean, it's gonna skyrocket. Well,
1: we already know what it was like with After the Tribulation. That was a documentary that was put up during an era in which there wasn't very much censorship and it got millions of views. It went viral. dozens
0: of millions, you know, I think 14 million just in Spanish. So- There you go. (laughs) Después de la Tribulación. Yeah, it might still even have a big uh, section somewhere. But, you know, I recently got my YouTube nuked, and I don't know why because they don't even send emails anymore. They don't give you strikes. They just it's just gone. It just disappears, you know, like the, the Chinese government disappears people or something. wasn't my fault, but <laughs> it probably you know. Me. Every time I leave and have guest preachers, all of a sudden my YouTube channel disappears with it. <laughs> but um, I I think that Brother Ben said that you'd lost a channel recently. Is that true, Cassidy?
2: Oh no, I, no, I never lost the channel.
0: Oh, okay, good. All I right.
2: thought I thought you're uh you
1: texted me that your Cassidy Campbell uh. Backup channel or whatever you put the the channel that you
2: put up the Bible to heaven. No, no, it wasn't deleted. Not not the channel. The video. Oh, the video. Okay, Mm. gotcha. Yeah, they took they took the video down because they said that um,
0: the person was banned from YouTube. Gotcha. I see. So maybe maybe that's the issue. Maybe we just you know can't put certain. I mean, is Alex Jones like that too? If, if you yeah. put Alex Jones on YouTube, is it an automatic ban? If
2: you put a, so if I took a video of him that was on, uh, like that was actually his video and it wasn't just like me having him on my podcast or whatever, then it would get deleted. Okay. They would give me a, they didn't well, give me a strike for it, but they just deleted it.
0: Now let's say, let's say a random liberal just has a, has a YouTube channel and they're like putting up my content or Pastor Anderson, Alex Jones content. And they're just like, ooh, this is terrible. But they just played it. Would that get nuked? No,
2: okay. probably not. Just like, yeah. um, it's funny how when you, people would post um, some of your sermons on what's it, Twitter, and it wouldn't get nuked at all. It was fine because they would say at the top, like, this is a hate preacher. And, yeah, uh, but if you were to post it, They would nuke
0: it. Well, someone told me they had this idea. They said we should just get a a liberal personality just to put up all of our content and then just be like, oh, that's terrible, isn't it? (laughs) And just basically see if we can just get it out there and see if it could be popular. Like, oh, Uh, look at this terrible preaching and just put a bunch of clips or something. But I didn't feel like I could do it myself because it would be like a little obvious. So I need (laughs) someone else. To make a YouTube channel and be like, "Look at all this terrible preaching" or something. I think that would be funny, but I don't think Mr. Beast. I is could just be watching it and crying. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's you, this, this not
2: is not true. <laughs> we need
0: your liberal.
1: Yeah, you, we need the uh, the guy who went to uh, Marty Epstein. Marty Epstein should should maybe make that video for us. <laughs> yeah, he can make his return.
0: Well, I do want to talk about. You brought up Mr. Beast and you brought up some of these people i want i want to bring up some of these because i think mr beast is the number one youtube personality I, I there is youtube channels bigger than his but i believe that he's like the number one personality um oh yeah give us give us some thoughts on mr beast here to be honest i don't really watch
2: him like that but it's from what it seems like his biggest concern is money because he was saying that if there was a brain chip that came out, what's it, the Neuralink, um, that he would get it because he's like, oh, there's just so much money that you could make from it.
0: Like, yeah, I would get it. Wow. Yeah. Can we can we exactly. get Mr. Beast's channel pulled up? Just see if we can get our, our production team to just pull up just his channel. I also noticed um, when I I think I looked at it today, and he has on his about section just all all the money he's given away. But he also has a website where you can buy merchandise and he sells his own like chocolate bars, uh-huh. like Mr. Beast bars or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and cookies. Oh, yeah, in cookies, you're right. But, you know, interestingly enough, I mean, this guy, I think his YouTube channels are just one thing, just giving stuff away. Yeah. He calls himself a philanthropist. Yeah. So go to the about section for a second. See if we can click on that. Yeah, it'll tell you everything he did. 23 billion views, buddy. (laughs) That's a lot of views. I mean, and again, he he pretty much just puts it right there. This is Mr. Beast's accomplishments. Raised $20 million to plant 20 million trees. Wow. Given millions of charity, donated over 100 cars, gave away a private island, given away over 100 PS4s, Gave away one million dollars in one video. Counted, counted to a hundred thousand. Did he really do that?
2: He did a video like that. Yeah, long time ago. Wow. There's, how long did that even take? Dude, I don't know. I had to go back and see. I, that. I, I would I, think I like,
0: something. well, here's the thing. Uh, up to up to that point, he didn't have a single accomplishment. I mean, it's just he's just giving away money. I mean, there's no way. It's it's not like he just his money. I'm sure he has sponsors Sponsor or. Yeah, I mean is he really just buying private islands and then just and then just giving them away or is he just realizing i mean I think his view counts like 100 million per video so he probably oh, yeah. could know like i'm gonna get this much money from uh ad revenue and, and I don't know what, what would you think a 100 million view oh. video what kind of ad revenue would you get on a video like that
2: oh well because they love him so much that the ad revenue for him is gonna probably be way better than someone like you know me right. or anybody else uh, I mean, a hundred million views. Oh my gosh. is I'm it, like, is million... it like
0: five, is it like five cents of view?
2: <clears throat> no. Is, so, so let's see here. Last time I had a video that had like 450,000 views and made it, I think $4,000. So okay. I'm thinking if he had a hundred million <laughs> views on a video, what is that? Well, while you calculate
1: that, I wanted to mention that the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your father, which is in heaven. And, and Mr. Beast, to me, just seems like the kind of guy that wants to blow a trumpet as loud as he possibly can to talk about how nice he is and all the things that he's giving away and things of that nature.
0: Well, and again, I'm I'm not against people giving money. I'm not against people even th- theoretically at being public t- in certain contexts, but as you mentioned from this video, or from the verse, I'm sorry, is that he has his reward. So of course his reward is, you know, getting this giant YouTube channel, but this is more of like a gimmick. It's, it's you know, I give money just to get a, a view on a video and then I get paid. If, if your conversion rate is accurate, you would be getting about a cent per view. Because if you had a 400,000 video view count and you got $4,000, that's about one penny per view. Okay. So um, I don't know, again, if that's accurate as far as like what they, how they determine exactly <clears throat> how, how much money you get paid. But if, and if different had,
2: genres make different amounts of money as yeah, well. Yeah, because
0: they can put better ads or or something yep. like that,
2: right? So what would that be? A hundred,
0: a hundred, that's like what? A See. Bro, that's I, insane. So he would make a hundred thousand dollars for that one video. He so dude, I feel like he would make more. Well, if if, if is that your conversion rate, it'd be a hundred thousand yeah. dollars.
1: We have uh, Simon Zeloti's in the chat room saying math comes out to about eight hundred thousand dollars for a hundred million views. A hundred million views. That's what well, he I would says. want
0: to know what his calcu- how he calculated that. But. Again, if we take, because we'd have to divide by a thousand. If you take a hundred million divided by a thousand, it's a hundred thousand. Oh my gosh. My
2: phone's jacking up. Okay. So, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't do So math, if I so. got. This is out Full of my uh, realm of expertise here.
0: Uh-huh. What, what do uh-huh. you know? Do you, do you like uh, cookies? <laughs> click on, click on the Mr. Beast website here and see if we can pull that up and we can get, maybe we can order Ben some cookies. And, sounds
2: good uh, to me. He would, de- yeah. I I feel like he would. About eight hundred thousand sounds right. Yeah, I think Simon Zeloti's got it. A hundred million views. Y- yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yep, eight hundred thousand. A hundred thousand wouldn't even be
1: close. And Simon Zaloti think- says he used Cassidy making four thousand for five hundred thousand views. So, that was his methodology
2: and he probably Mr Beast probably got more he pro- he probably makes a million dollars off each video
1: i mean i wouldn't be if surprised if he's getting
2: that if he's getting 100 million views well, he, i could see him yeah he could have product his placement and more
0: like that too
1: sponsorships as yeah. well i mean a lot of youtubers mm-hmm. will take a few seconds during their video to promote a sponsor they're getting paid yeah. for that so it's yeah. not just ad money you have to think about the fact that they have brands going to them and saying, Hey, we want to advertise our product. Will you do Mm -hmm. a paid uh, plug in the middle of your video or towards the end of the video? A lot of different.
0: You're you're right. I was wrong. So it's it is if we do one cent, he would make a million dollars on the video. so that sounds about right. So and again, that's if he's getting the same conversion rate as Cassidy, if he's getting a higher percent like if he's getting more than one cent per video, then he would actually have uh, a million per per video just on the ad revenue. That doesn't include paid promotions. That doesn't include anything else, which, which interestingly enough to me is, and I don't know how this works, but with Google ads, you can, you can pay them and they'll drive traffic to your video. And I, and I was trying to think about this, but I'm like, if you, you kind of pay around four to five cents, per view on Google ads. But I was thinking like if you get paid four to five cents, you would almost just be incentivized to just do as much Google advertising as humanly possible because you're going to recoup all of that money back just on the ad revenue alone. So I don't know if YouTube partners with these people and gives them like special discounts on their advertising or vice versa. And they almost make it to where it's just like free for them to advertise. On YouTube they advertise the for back. them
2: for free. I think they just advertise for them for the for free because dude, they're recommending the crap out of their videos. They're pushing them harder than anyone. Like they don't need to pay for nothing.
0: Did we did we pull up the cookies? I want to look at uh Mr. Beast. Someone here, another person's claiming
1: if you Google it, it says two million per video. Oof. Oh man. I, I mean
2: this guy is loaded with cash. Yeah. But he's hum-
0: he's humble, man. So, well, he that's what matters. I here's the thing: if if he was making money off of videos where he's counting to a hundred thousand, some of the other ones read the dictionary. He read, B movie script. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> read longest English word. Um, he Ubered across America. I mean, some of those are pretty interesting. Like you know, if someone's going to do something really entertaining or they're gonna do something really unique. I think that that makes sense, that they could have a lot of views and and if they wanna get money on that, go for it. But it's such a gimmick to just, I'm gonna give away 10% of the money I'm gonna make on a video and essentially claim that I'm such a great person by giving that money away or something like that. I mean, he's doing it to make himself money. Well, that's philanthropy. Oh, it is philanthropy. I mean, it's basically advertising because in in that's how a lot of companies work they you go to um, a restaurant and they'll have little coupons and it'll say two dollars off a taco you know what if they said we gave 20 million dollars away because they had coupons for their tacos I mean that's basically the same premise as this guy now at least, at least he has a product pull up pull up his product for a moment here it looks like we have a, like chocolate chip cookies Mr B's cookies he also has I think chocolate bars click on the shop the cookies and look
1: pretty good, and I do like chocolate chip do cookies. Do the the milk chocolate bar?
0: Now you I said, have to. I have to. You said you were getting me some. I'm, okay. I took that seriously. You want the cookies or the chocolate? The, the cookies. Okay, so we have to order Ben some some cookies here. They now, have the cookies at, at Walmart. Oh really? What? He's in Walmart. Yeah. That's big time. All right. That's where I go do my shopping. His chocolate bars, though, at least look at the ingredients. I think if you scroll down, it tells you the ingredients. It's it's organic. Look at that. Mil- his organic grass-fed milk. All organic cocoa right. butter.
1: Organic v- milk. This is exactly what I'm looking for here. I might want the chocolate too. Okay. cane. I want both the chocolate and the So cookie.
0: next next week we got to eat his chocolate bars I'm, and cookies on I'm the show. Down. I mean, he said if we subscribe we get a cookie. So h- how does that work? I'll hit subscribe we'll right now. We'll have to send some to Cassidy. We'll give you some some chocolate. You don't get to be the biggest YouTuber, you get you get to eat Mr. Beast's chocolate. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I mean,
2: dude, I'll be, like, like I've done videos where I've paid for people's groceries and stuff like that, but I'll be honest, like, yeah, it makes me money. It it helps them out. Like everybody wins. I'm not trying to do it to be a good person.
0: Well, and again, like, I understand why it's done for the premise of the <clears throat> show, but at the end yeah. of the day, like I wouldn't put it down as my accomplishments. You know, I think no. that that's kind of weird. <laughs> like it's yeah. just, it's just a way to make money for the film. It's a, it's a form of advertising as it were. And you know, in some cases, I'm not even against it. Like, let's say, let's say Hurricane Katrina happens and some company says, you know, we're gonna donate a million cans of food and we want other companies to donate water and whatever kind of supplies. And we're doing this to set the example of helping these people in need. And they just genuinely wanna like, encourage other people to help, like a brand yeah. or something like that. I don't think that's necessarily Really that bad? That's not really. I don't think what the point of that verse is. I think the point of the verse is to say like, "Look at my accomplishments! I'm giving money away." It's like that's not really bragging about it. Yeah, it's not really an accomplishment. It, that's that's where to me it's kind of just it's kind of crossing the line. And uh, so I, I don't know. This guy's just a gimmick. I mean, has yeah. he does he that's, do anything anymore except for just give money away? That's what it seems that's, to me that that he is. So yeah. Okay, what about PewDiePie? Now, PewDiePie used to be the champion on YouTube for forever. I don't think I've ever watched a single video. Have you ever watched a video of his?
1: I've never seen a single one of his videos. I do know that he's essentially a gaming channel. He records himself playing video games. And apparently there's a video of him playing Minecraft that got 53 million views. Wow. Him playing Minecraft. So he's—I'm sure—popular with a lot of young kids. It's a—it's a thing now where kids like to watch other people play video games on YouTube, and I'm assuming that this guy—he has 111 million subscribers, and he, yeah, just records himself playing games. He does a meme review series, vlogging things like that. Isn't but he like
0: an atheist or something?
2: I don't know oh. that. I have no idea. Do
0: you know? Have you ever watched a PewDiePie video, Cassidy?
2: Uh, like a long time ago, but I never
0: consistently watched him. Does anybody even watch this guy? I mean, how do you have (laughs) a hundred? We're zero for for three (laughs) tonight. Maybe we
1: can see if the chat room has anybody watched PewDiePie, a video. Anyone in the chat that has an opinion on this guy, who appears to create content for the ages of six to twelve. Somebody said that His content
2: uh, is like random. It's just it's it's none of it's the same. It's like it'll be gaming, then it's like reacting to something, then it's this, then it's that. It's like well, I don't he doesn't really have like a specific niche, it seems like. Yeah. Here's here's a question.
0: Is is PewDiePie like a genuinely talented content creator, or is he like the first in the pyramid scheme that is YouTube in the sense that, you know, anybody that kind of gets in on a multi-level marketing or pyramid scheme, they typically are going to do the best just because they're the first content creator. They're kind of the first person out there. And then by getting more and more people following it just kind of naturally is a progression where you just keep rising at the top. He works with YouTube. Like, like what is your perspective on someone like this?
2: Well, he definitely like he's had really slow growth. I mean, his, like, from what I saw, like, his channel grew pretty fast because he started early, but, I mean, as far as recently, like, it's been really slow growth. Like, he isn't he's really talked about like he used to be. He's kind of
0: fizzled out a little bit is what you yeah, mean by that.
2: from what I've seen, it's, like, more Mr. Beast and stuff like that
0: now. What about I, – I don't know how popular they are, but what is that – there's, like, some – uh Group where they do like sports tricks and they've grown. like Oh, super do big. Perfect. yeah, do do perfect. perfect. How many how many subscribers there is that they have now? They're probably like what 30 oh, million. I'm guessing 58.9 million. Wow. More they've than gone. They've grown really fast. Yeah, they're here too. They're in the DFW area. Yeah, they're in Frisco. I remember watching some of their early videos and I kind of thought they were some of them were mm-hmm. decent but then it seemed like they just went so commercialized that I just like <clears throat> totally lost interest. But it seems mm-hmm. like they just got like even more popular by selling out. Is it, are they somebody yeah. you've ever watched before? I mean, I've
2: seen like one video, I think, where they're doing some trick shots or whatever. I mean, that's about it. I, I don't sit there <laughs> and watch, watch them <laughs> like that. But uh, I, I saw, I saw one of the guys talking at a church. Like given his testimony at some mega church one time, but is he saved or that, what? I mean, I I just briefly saw him talking. Like, I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, well, we should ask John MacArthur. John MacArthur could tell us if he's saved <laughs> if he's done the works and has the sanctification. Here's a
1: name that uh you're familiar with, Pastor Shelley. Big popular guy on YouTube. What about Logan Paul? Logan Paul. Twenty three point six million subscribers.
0: That's a pretty <laughs> Big audience. Hey, what about his brother, Jake? Does Jake have a, a YouTube um, channel, or is it just Logan? Is Logan yeah. the YouTube guy? Yeah, he does. Okay. Because didn't Jake recently lose a, a boxing match or something like that, his first boxing match ever? Yeah, he just ever. lost. Yeah. I saw Logan Paul recently on a video, and he was just like mocking Christianity, mocking the Lord Jesus Christ, proud to be an antichrist Jew. Uh, I guess it's shocking that someone that's like that just rocket skyrocketing on YouTube, huh? How many how many viewers does he even have, or subscribers? He
1: has 23.6 million subscribers on YouTube. Big celebrity on YouTube.
0: And Why is he even popular? Just being
1: of, a buffoon. He, he
2: started at the right time. He started at the right time. And then he was really big on Vine. That, that app mm. where it's like 15 second videos. Does that even exist went over anymore? <laughs> Not that I know Now no. Everybody went off of it to YouTube.
1: So so something funny that happened is and and I don't obviously now that I know that about L- Logan Paul I think he's a piece of garbage but yeah a few years ago he actually like he infiltrated, I think it was like the flat earth society or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he like made them think he believed it. And then <laughs> he, he ended up just trolling him. I thought that was kind of funny.
0: I heard about that and I thought, Oh, this guy sounds funny. And yeah. then I watched the video he of him has denying and, Christ. And I'm like, he has to blaspheme
1: the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and he's a Jew. Of course. And Jake Paul is a yeah. Jew and Dr. Mike or whatever you, you brought him up earlier. Cassidy. Is that yeah. the right guy? Dr. Mike?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, guess what? Jew. Are you are you saying that there's a coincidence or is this just? It's just just Jew, 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 Jew. It's obviously random. (laughs) Yes. There's no connection connection. whatsoever. But all the
1: most popular and powerful people in the world are Jews. Jew, 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 Jew.
0: I mean, how 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 is this related though? I mean, obviously, if you worship the devil and you have no morals, that's not going to help you in this world of course not what's whatsoever and it's totally unrelated it is completely unrelated and coincidental so youtube i mean we certainly don't don't ban us uh (laughs) we don't want to say anything for fear of the jews okay absolutely now i think we have some more youtubers but just that's like some of the top people so far that we've seen it all seems to be just kind of like you know Sorry for my frank speech, which is garbage. I mean, what, why, why is it that YouTube is rising to the top, just only garbage? Is that, here's the question. Oh. Is that a true reflection of America? Is, are we really looking in the mirror? Or is there a group out there trying to make us garbage? What, what, is, what is your opinion, Cassidy?
2: oh, don't say that, don't say that. No, they wouldn't want us to be garbage. They wouldn't want that. They wouldn't want to indoctrinate us and our kids or anything like that, man. Of course, yeah, 100%. Like, people don't actually like this garbage. It's just, like, that's what gets pushed. So they happen to click on it, and then they get brainwashed.
0: But do you think, I mean, again, there these videos got a lot of views. And I don't know if YouTube manipulates their algorithm as far as view count. Like, and how they do that entirely., uh, but at the same time, it, it does seem like some of these people at least are getting a sizable amount of views. They're getting a sizable amount of traffic. And you know, t- for me, I, I want to know like if the algorithms were completely neutral, there is no you know manipulation. What people put in their search results is kind of a reflection of what they truly want. the org- the results are organic naturally. Do you think that these any of these people are going to be rising to the top or do you think it's all fake? If if people were putting what they truly want in it? Yeah, if YouTube's just you, totally just putting only content out that people want as far as oh. the searches, the algorithms, they're not manipulating huh. any of the results. You know, is, is this what we're going to see? Re-
2: if none of the results were manipulated, like, like right now, I don't think a lot of these people will be rising to the top.
0: Now, I do think here's my opinion. I do think that some of the top results would still be the same. And it's the music videos. I, cause the music videos are, are, are really a, a largest, some of the largest view counts. And I think it's mostly cause people use YouTube as just a, a way to listen to music while working or, or doing things. And so a lot of times that's probably pretty, pretty close to what it would be regardless of how much they're you notice
2: too them. that if somebody doesn't if somebody doesn't have a major record label a major satanic record label backing them that they go nowhere no matter how good their music is like do you really That's think true. that the most talented people are at the top of the music industry
0: oh heck no well i do think what would be funny is if they didn't manipulate it i think sometimes these covers like people will make a cover for some of these songs, and it'll get a lot of traction. I think it'd be, I think it would exist where there'd be covers for songs that have more views and listens than the actual original of the song, yeah. but they can't allow that because that would just be, uh, you know, basically detrimental to their whole yeah, it would look program. And it, yeah, it would be embarrassing. It's like hey, here's someone that sang this way better than you, and and yeah. of course they're trying to gain money off of the traffic, generate sales. They obviously it's all about money. At the end of the day, yeah. and you know, to some degree, they gotta fund this operation. I mean, they've got so much; they, they've got to have incredible databases and storage issues, and you know, they gotta pay a lot of people to do some of this stuff. So, you know, money's gonna be a factor. But at the end of the day, it seems like it's just turning into just a TV, just garbage heap, and and I don't know if it's ever gonna get fixed. I mean, God willing, somehow legislation or something would come in here, but. You know, Google and- Donald Trump. Google and YouTube have a monopoly, and they should be- What broken. did Trump, when Trump
2: was in office, it only just got kept getting worse. That's true. <laughs> like, That's why we gotta get him back better. in office, Cassidy. Don't you see the logic it, here? Eh, Rumble's pretty much the only <laughs> option I see, yeah. as far as things getting better. I, I do like Rumble a lot, and I, I have <clears> hope, <throat> even
1: though if you read their terms and conditions, It doesn't sound very good. I have hope that they don't enforce them nearly as rigorously as YouTube does. And I do think that we can get away with a lot more on there than we can on YouTube. That's a fact. That's obvious. So hopefully we can start to maybe turn the tide a little bit and get people to watch us on these other platforms. We're trying to get God Resource going. Rumble, I think, is a tremendous alternative. There's a Rumble app on Roku for those of you who have to watch it on television like me and uh, you want to watch it on your TV, you know, there's a there's a Roku app. So my point is, is that if we can just find a way to galvanize our supporters, our audience and get them on these alternative platforms and siphon some people off of YouTube, then I think we can get back into the digital public square in a sense, not like how it used to be, but at least we can get, we can grow some kind of audience in an unfiltered environment. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when yeah. it comes to YouTube itself, what do you think, like, what is your future with this platform? Like, are you saying, I'm just gonna ride it until the, the, the wheels come off? I mean, what is, what is kind of your viewpoint as far as, what's your strategy? So knowing that obviously there's a lot more censorship they're promoting certain people. I mean, there's still money to be made out there. So do you have kind of a strategy for YouTube specifically?
2: Yeah. So my plan is to just, as far as my YouTube channel, I'm just going to post like one, one prank, one comedy video every week. And then on rumble, I'm going to post, um, a predator video like every week so but then everything i upload to youtube automatically also goes to rumble so but on rumble i'll be uploading that stuff that i can't post on youtube so and then everything's just gonna carry over because every time i post a new video on um rumble i always announce it on youtube so those a lot of people go over and watch it like those last couple of videos got like 40 50,000 views the um
0: on rumble so i mean people go over and watch them and people share them. So, it seems it I seems think. like a good idea to try and draw what audience you have over to other platforms. Yeah. Kind of like um, diversifying <laughs> your portfolio, as it were, well, if, as a content creator. If you're consistently uploading to, like,
2: obviously, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time. It's not like in one or two weeks you're just going to have this massive audience on Rumble. It's just, you know, if you've got you just got to consistently upload. So. You know, it took me a year and a half or so to like really start getting serious growth on YouTube. So, you know, I'd say a year, year and a half on Rumble. I mean, it's going to be insane because if you get on now and you're consistently posting, I mean, you're on early. You're on in the technically in the beginning of the the beginning stages on Rumble. So now's a good time for it blows up too much. Yeah, he's in a good
1: for- he's in a good genre, by the way. Yeah, uh, for staying on youtube for as long as you can because comedy <clears throat> as long as it's not political which you know a lot of your yeah. videos are just comedy right you're not you're not a political person necessarily you're you're just yeah. entertain. you're trying to entertain people trying to make people laugh you're a comedian and the things that you're putting on your main channel seem youtube safe to me in that sense so yeah. i think you have a lot more mileage in your genre compared to people who are in the political arena or people who are putting up political content, rather, yeah. where there's no mileage.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's not And um, I mean, as far as you guys go, I think you'd have good success on Rumble, so I would just be consistent on there. And uh, over time, it's definitely going to grow, especially when as the platform is growing tremendously.
0: What do you think about, obviously, someone like Alex Jones? He is in an area where he's totally, he's totally eliminated from virtually everything and then just kind of yeah. built his own platform. Do you do you still think that that's a viable solution to just kind of not necessarily ignore social media, but someone building their own platform? I think even Steven Crowder is kind of uh, entertaining the idea of kind of building his own network platform arena. What is kind of your thoughts on something like that? I personally
2: think... It, unless, like, those guys are just so big, man. And to to grow your own platform, that is not easy. Uh, but now, like, I'm, okay, we didn't really have Rumble back then, but now, like, Rumble's growing a lot, so there actually is an alternative, unlike before there really was not an alternative. It's just YouTube, pretty much. So yeah. I feel okay. like for you guys, it's actually an alternative. So I, I feel like it would kind of... It just wouldn't be necessary.
0: Well, I know that um, Gab is also an interesting media platform. I like Gab a lot, but I know they've been censored hard on – they can't have, like, an app. They can't even have bank accounts. They can't have a lot of things. I know they're trying to do, like, Gab TV and stuff, and I really like it, but it seems like some of their platforms are maybe not developed as as much yet. They're not really – Um, is intuitive. They can't have the apps. So that's definitely kind of a limiting factor to some degree. Um, But, you know, I I like these platforms. I think the problem though, is we have like an oversaturation of platforms to some degree where a lot, there is a lot of people that have tried to kind of build a platform, but then it's just so hard. I mean, even with Twitter competitors, you had like Getter, you had Parler, which is Parler even still a thing I thought Ye tried to buy it, and then I think that fell through
1: after he said he loved Hitler. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that anymore. They have... I I, think Truth Social would probably be the most popular Twitter alternative out there, I would imagine, since Donald Trump is on there and he has a massive following. True. I would assume...
0: Yeah. (laughs) But but Elon... Donald Trump. (laughs) Elon buying out... Twitter, has that not killed True Social a little bit or some of the momentum it had? I think it it probably hindered it tremendously. And you see some people that are
1: kind of um, clamoring for Trump to get back on Twitter, oh, which I, I'm that guy. I think he should. I think he should just get back on Twitter and go back on his, you know, the platform that he used
0: back in the day to uh, make libtards cry. Well, I mean... I, I don't know Is Twitter really the is is Twitter really going to be a, a censorship free zone where you can just say whatever you I'm want. I'm banned so I can't tell you. Well, you know, at least we have another special guest coming on. We have Trump who has decided to join us and to give us a, a speech.
2: Where's your loyalty to Donald Trump?
0: <laughs> this is actually
1: Trump's biggest supporter. Oh, this is Trump. I I misspoke. <laughs> This so, is a,
0: what is it, Backwoods Billy? He's yeah, gonna yeah. <laughs> who loves Trump?
1: Tell us a little bit about how Donald Trump will save America from the censorship that we're seeing in 2023.
2: So y'all don't know it right now, but Donald Trump is actually the president still. And Joe Biden is not. He's being Joe Biden's actually not really Joe Biden. He's been played by many Hollywood actors such as Jim Carrey. Get it? Because Jim Carrey played the mask. Ah. Now. When, when Donald Trump really takes back the White House for good, what's going to happen is all these elites and cabal members, they're going to be out in Guantanamo Bay, and Hillary is going to go out there, and they're going to be held for trial before firing squad. That's and it? Robert, what is it, Robert, Robert, I, I forgot it, Robert, Robert Kennedy, what? Uh, or what is it, JFK Jr., that's what it was, is still alive. Ah, <laughs> that's what Q said. Yeah, I know, right? Is, like, El- crazy is Elvis Vegas, still alive? Yes. <clears throat> Look, at the end of the day, it's just funny because okay, they they say like some half truths and then they'll say this nonsense to get people all confused
0: because I mean, it's obviously controlled opposition. Yeah. Dude, what about you know, when it comes to controlled opposition, you know, what do you think about certain conservative talking heads? I mean, do you think people like Alex Jones or controlled opposition? Do you think Steven Crowder? Do you think Ben Shapiro? Yeah. Like what, what is your oh, view those on last controlled two, opposition?
2: Million 100 million percent. Ben Shapiro 100 million percent. Steven Crowder, I mean, come on, dude. And 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 uh what's it? Ben Shapiro was telling people in the beginning, he, yeah, you guys need to get the the magic potion, okay? Like go out, and get it, stay home and and Steven Crowder The covid shot. You could just There's some other stuff he says that I could just tell he's a sellout. I mean, dude, anybody who's just like and they won't say certain things, obviously, because they don't want to lose their audience. There's people that claim to be, oh, I love like truthers. I love the truth so much, but they won't ever like say anything bad about Trump because they don't want to lose their audience.
0: Well, what about Mark Dice? I mean, Mark Dice seems to be the biggest Trump's fan. I, I, I don't know. I
2: know, and I don't get it because he says so much other good stuff. And I'm like, dude, I have never once heard you call Trump out for loving the, the jabity jab so much.
1: Yeah, that seems to be this weird cognitive dissonance. Like you have a guy who brags about the vaccine. He brags about how he's the one who introduced it, how it's safe, it's effective, everyone should get it. He endorses it. Yeah. And no one on the right seems to want to hold his feet to the fire on this. And and to me, that's when you become like the left because the left are a bunch of herd mentality, brainless yep. zombie morons who will back the Democratic Party no matter what. So why not be different from them if you're a conservative and actually hold your so, leadership's feet to the fire?
2: This is what they would say. So Trump, Trump didn't know. Trump didn't know about the vaccine, okay? He's just unaware and, and he's, he, you know, he just—he's a boomer. He—he's just not aware of these things. All right, he didn't know. He didn't even know he was on Epst, went on Epstein's private jet. He was on. He didn't know whose <laughs> private jet it was. And the reason that he hung out with the Clintons is because he's getting uh, inside information. Trump is actually an undercover agent. Yeah, Trump well, is actually going to save 4D the children. chess
1: four or five. Yeah, that's right.
2: He's playing 90 D chess right now. And and to me, it's like, I don't think,
1: I don't think that he deserves all these excuses. I think people should just call him out in areas where they disagree. And and look, I'll praise him in areas where I think he does well. You know, I liked his speech the other day talking about demonic globalists and his -hmm. foreign policy. I thought that was great. And I also think, but at the same time, I also think that him shilling for the vaccine and sodomites is trash. So you can yeah, do both. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, he does yep. know the Bible better than anyone. And I mean, he <laughs> loves 2 Corinthians. It is his favorite portion yeah. of the Bible. So, you know, I think we need to play a game here uh, since we're on the top. Since I brought up churches, you know, and when we brought up YouTubers. There's this crazy church called Transformation Church, and they like play basketball for the sermon. Um, I Black like preacher? I had a clip where there's this guy, it's, it's like the number one church on YouTube and apparently he's playing basketball. So that's why I'm, you know, that's why we're not successful, Ben, is we need to get you to some dunks on an eight foot goal. Oh, absolutely. But I, I want to see if we can play. <laughs> you ever just... watch me hoop? Uh, I have. He gives a mean elbow. Um, but I, I want to play just a few minutes of that clip. And then while Time we're stamp. watching that clip, let's go to around about two minutes and uh, in the video, and we're going to play I guess? just a, a minute or two of I this. guessed is race. Correctly. <laughs> when you said basketball. Well, you're just a racist. So. <laughs> but we're going to play a little clip of this. And then I, I think we have an actual game where we're going to try and, and guess some crazy churches. But let's let's see. This is what people want here. This is the kind of church that people want to go to is basketball.
2: Oh, this guy, Mike Todd. Oh, gosh, no. I like to
0: celebrate what their life meant to me and for me I have four brothers that means we all grew up watching basketball the NBA I have an older brother named Gabe who is a diehard Lakers fan literally have a picture of him crying after the Lakers (laughs) lost the championship and I keep it for blackmail one day it might be on the screen um But today I want to start this service off like I've never started any service off before because the vision here is to represent God to the lost and found for transformation in Christ. So I want to represent today. And today we're starting this service off with a dunk contest. Transformation Church, welcome to the 2020 dunk (laughs) contest. Are you ready to rumble? Here's the lead pastor of Transformation Church. Can you make some noise for Michael?
1: What the
0: world? And our next contestant, his opponent, coming in at 6-6. A college basketball
1: player. Give it up for Makaiah! What's up? What's
0: up? Alright, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. You look like an NBA player, but you ain't got nothing.
1: Dang, that was good. Oh man. Okay, On right, an eight-foot goal? That's calm impressive.
2: Down, calm down. <laughs> Dude, I don't me. think
1: it's called a goal. Basket.
0: Uh-oh, uh oh. Oh. Did you see that? He got like at least six inches. Hair. Uh, yeah, let me see what you got, bro. Let me see what you got, bro. What part of the Bible is this again? <laughs> chapter and
1: verse on this. <laughs> Can I get a chapter and verse?
2: Boom.
0: Oh. You guys got to do this at your church. Absolutely. <laughs> I totally now I understand why nobody's watching our sermon. <laughs> Me
1: versus you, Pastor Shelley. I challenge yep. you. Yeah. Oh, Honestly, now he's got an old be, school be cracking jersey. says so Who's this guy the what give me the or players? Who's Bryant
0: name. Bryant. Kobe Bryant? He oh yeah, yes, okay, yeah. It's Kobe. <laughs> I, I'm like, what in the world? That's football. Yeah. Kobe, huh? Could you beat Kobe Bryant? Oh, right now, now right? they're now they're putting it up to ten feet. Uh, oh, yeah, good luck. Ten feet basket. That it's an actual higher. Hold on, what? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh
1: man. So how does this tie in spiritually? I'd love to know how he ties this in. Uh
2: Uh-oh, let's see. He's taking a leap of faith. Uh, Oh, that's what it is. Oh, now he's going to pray.
0: Please give me the boings of Vince Carter in the name of Jesus.
1: Okay, so we're making a mockery of prayer. Can
0: I do this?
1: We're just going to mock prayer. Yeah, I love this person in the chat. These are the same people calling IFB churches insane. Thank you for that comment. As he's at, what? I agree with you. We're it's the crazy ones.
0: Now, as you watch this, oh, total failure. As you watch this buffoon, y'all give it up, time, real quick. Remember, we're fa- the crazy ones. <laughs> All right, you can cut the video. What in the world? This this is what YouTube serves you up. If you say, "I, I want church this yeah, morning," this is Christianity you're watch, on YouTube. Uh, you know, <laughs> fake Kobe. Try to dunk on a 10-foot goal, and he can't even hit the rim.
1: Exhibit A of Christianity on YouTube. If you want to be a Christian, if you want to be a preacher, if you want to be a church, that's what you have to do to remain on their platform. A dunking contest.
0: All right. Well, you know, church is getting insane, too. And and it's not just on YouTube. Our production staff has prepared a game for us where they're going to present a church name And we have to guess if it's real or fake and we can let Cassidy play in this too. So we all, we're all going to have to vote. Um, We'll give him a second to pull these things up on the screen, but I think we have about 10 we can play the game with. And uh, so we're going to, we're going to put the name up. I'll read the name and then we got to (coughs) vote yay or nay. And then uh, we'll we'll reveal it. So let's, let's get our first uh, church pulled up here. Real or fake. Egypt Chapel Baptist Church. That's got to be fake. fake. Yeah, that's got to be fake. fake. I'm going true. I'm going real. obviously fake. All right, let's see. They're all
2: true, actually. (laughs) They're all true.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah! Egypt Uh. Chapel Baptist Church. Nailed it. Okay, which spiritually is Sodom and Egypt, (laughs) the Bible says. Yeah, but maybe it's in Egypt. Is this a U.S. church? To even oh, is this in Egypt? It, this is a church in the U.S. They're all this is in Texas. They're all in Texas. Wow, the Egypt church is proud Chapel to be spiritually church in Texas. I guess they really have everything. All right, let's go. Let's go round two. What do we got? I'm already winning. You guys got to pick it up here. I can Real it, or fake? Well, the Episcopal Church of the Annunciation.
2: Real. <laughs> Real.
0: That's fake. Fake. I, I'm going fake. All right, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Real church. Good night. What in the world? They're just all real. The Episcopal the Church of the Did we all say fake on that one?
1: No, I think Catholic said, said real.
0: You said, said real. Okay, let me. I'll, I'll so keep Ben. Storm. You're losing. Thank you. I think the production staff's helping us with this, yeah. since you can't do math apparently too. No. All right, number three. Let's go for it. Impeccable Saint Mary's Catholic Church. I'm going to say. Real. I'm going to say real on this one, too. I'll Impegnail. go real. All right. We're all saying real. <laughs> ah, the one time I said. It's real. fake. It's fake. The one time what? I said real. I thought this was Bill McGregor's. Yeah, like, Bill, McGregor. <laughs> Bill McGregor's, like, no Catholic version is. of himself. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's give us another Same. one. The we one like time I said failed. real. We all failed on yeah. that one. We all screwed that one up. All right, Shekinah Whoa. Tabernacle Baptist Church. That's got to be wrong. I'm going to say real. 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 Uh, I'm going to go. F- um, well, yeah, there it is. I was going to say uh, fake, but I'm wrong. Okay, I you, was said, wrong. You, you said fake. All right. I, I waited too long. What is this? Shekinah glory. The Shekinah. All right, I think Cassie's winning. We, we got we to gotta get this. We got to spot these fakes. Come on, give us yeah, another one. Yeah the infallible Whoa. true church of yeshua the messiah what in the impossible? world <laughs> all right that, say that again hold on say that again
1: one more time this <laughs> the is like infallible a whole sentence. true church
0: of Yeshua, the Messiah of the Apostolic Faith. I mean, the church name is a is a paragraph. Can you imagine like, the email on that? Good <laughs> it's night, like pastor <laughs> at the infallible ch- true church of Yeshua, the Messiah of the Apostolic. Yeah, faith. or
1: imagine if you were making a video, like how Pastor Anderson always yeah. makes a video.
0: Hi, this is Pastor
1: Anderson from Faithful Word Baptist Church in Tippie, Arizona. Imagine this is Pastor So and So from the infallible true church of Yeshua, the Messiah of the Apostolic Faith in the DFW area. Oh
0: man. Think about just the, the the business card, the sign. Maybe it's maybe it's like T I T C Y T M T A F. No. <laughs> like even if that. you imagine
2: to, going, <laughs> imagine going door to door. Hi, my name's Ben from the Infallible True Church of Yeshua the Messiah of the Apostolic Apostolic Faith. <laughs> it's so,
0: it's so hard hard to even say. I can't, <laughs> I can't even, I can't even, even it. get it out. I think this one has to be real just because of how long it
1: yeah. is. I'm gonna say real fake, fake. Yeah, our there guys is. are not. No. You know what? I like. I, I love our uh,
0: production staff, but I don't know if they're this creative. No, they're not that clever. <laughs> That's true. That's kind of a diss, but it's kind of true. All right, let's let's go to the next one. Well, here's a are trick. They really here's a trick though. If you yeah. like, if you ever you do a multiple, about, oh my gosh, a, a multiple choice test. And they have like short answer, short answer, really long and short. It's almost always the really long one is the right one because people are just inherently lazy. So when they're coming up with fake answers, they never go with a really long one. So if I'm just telling you, like on a a test, you know, if you look at a really, really long answer, it's almost always the right answer. So, I I just helped everybody pass every single college exam. Wish I knew that when I was in college. All right. Judas Tree Apostolic Assembly of God. No way. True. I want to say fake just because I want that to be fake, but it's fake. I'm going true. It's, it's fake, fake. Oh. Oh. we're so gullible we're like it has to be real
2: <laughs> i got that one right i'm winning How by about 50 okay points. but if the other one if the other one could be real i mean come on man this one could have been real
0: <laughs> anything <laughs> can be real apparently all right let's let's go for our our let's keep going what do we got yeshua house yeshua true yeah it's I mean, true. it's gotta be true it's true course all right yeah. we're getting better at this that's in israel <clears throat> is it in it says, israel or local said that this is in texas all of them are no, in I'm texas just oh these are all local what, what are, are the beliefs are the beliefs re-beliefs yeah what is, can is this live or is this just a picture oh it's okay. a screenshot that's well, all right. you have to i'm sure look that they're doctrinally sound cassidy yeah okay they believe yeah, in Yeshua. Right. <laughs> let's go ahead and go to the next one holy temple christ holy sanctified <laughs> church Holy Temple Uh, Christ, I'm gonna say fake. I'm going fake fake on this one. I'll say fake too. All right, we're all fake. Ah! What in the world? Holy Temple Christ, holy. It's just like these people are just dumb. Like, who came up with that name? It's like they just defied church through words together, and then they're just like church. All right, let's go. Let's go for another one. Nebuchadnezzar Temple. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Come on, that's gotta be fake. fake,
1: fake. (laughs) That's the greatest name for a church I've ever heard in my life. I'm I'm gonna go
0: fake as well.
1: (laughs) I'm saying fake too. No, you know what? I'm gonna say real because our world has just slipped into the depths of hell, and this has to be
0: real. All right. It's Ah. fake. That is funny um, though. How <laughs> many more do we? How many more do we have left? I'm not keeping count. Do we have two, two more. more? All right, let's go. Let's go for the second to last. What do we got? <sighs> the infallible true church thing. We yeah, did. This how one. is this different than the other one?
1: Yeah, it's it was a mistake. Oh, okay. It's okay. I'm like, give him Yeshua. Here we go. We redid
0: that one. Here We're, we go. All right, Mount, Mount Moroni missionary badges. True. Isn't is Moroni is the um is the prophet Sounds is the prophet in the book of mormon. mormon. Yeah, because it's like and they talk about the land of moron in the book of mormon. I'm going to I'm going to say true. I'll say true. <clears throat> oh, it's fake. It's fake. Ah. The Mormons got us again. <laughs> what is this? All right, our last one. Damn Do, it, wait, wait, before we get before we vote though. What was our totals here? All right. Apparently, we have no idea because the points don't matter. I'm winning it's now. I, I was keeping track. <laughs> I'm keeping track. I'm winning. This sounds <laughs> no, verified. <laughs> this sounds <laughs> verified. <the> <laughs> rainbow Church of Christ. Wow. That's fake.
2: <laughs> fake.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say true. Fake.
1: fake. Oh. Oh. Well, hey, what? you know what? The rainbow is. They're
0: taking back the rainbow.
1: Yeah. It is a a. Uh, Covenant, sign of a covenant, the token of God's covenant <clears throat> that He would never flood the earth again, and so we need
0: to we need to look up the the beliefs
1: on that one. I bet you they're anti. I bet you they're anti-Sodomite. They're preaching Leviticus twenty thirteen, and their sermons consist of pa- pastors getting up behind the pulpit, leather lung preachers saying, "We're taking the rainbow back." That's a
0: pretty strong, That's. bold stand for a <laughs> Church of Christ. <laughs> I don't think that the. I mean, is there any denomination that preaches Leviticus twenty thirteen other than Baptist? Uh, Westboro? Presbyterian. <laughs> Westboro. There was Westboro. that. Uh, oh, that's a Baptist that it happen, church. Yeah. I don't know.
2: There was that church that was right next to you, and the pastor preached against you. And the he's Nazarene. Like, yeah, I don't remember, but I just remember him saying he was a little older. Yeah, he was like. You know, I've read Leviticus 2013, and to this day, I still don't understand it.
0: Yeah, we put a video up with that, and it was, it was like going super viral, yeah, and yeah, then our channel did. got nuked. It was just like, oh. I, I think that was the make, Nazarene uh,
2: guy. I wanted to make a uh, – it'd be funny to like make a skit like that, playing one of those – Kinds of
0: pastors
2: <laughs> in a library or something. Oh man, I just I was gonna do a video actually at like a liberal college campus, watching Steven Anderson in the library, where and put it on Rumble, where he's just <laughs> going nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should do that. So apparently, the the, the church is on Rainbow Drive, so okay. they named it after the street the street name. So <clears throat> I gave him a little too the much
2: rainbow, card. and 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 I, I just don't know what that means. The verse that I the only verse I understand is love thy neighbor. We love all pedophiles, murders.
0: Oh, he said that. Actually, he said that it's easier to pray for like these drug cartel, child molesting type people, sex traffickers. He said it was easier to pray for sex traffickers than to pray for our church. That's right. That's what he said in his sermon. That's what he said. Because he garbage. I mean,
2: I I think somebody needs to go through his phone. (laughs) <laughs> and,
0: and they delivered sandwiches and food and water or whatever to the the sodomites protesting us. Which here's here's what I want to know: How can our group, you know, our group does say that we believe that you know the protesters and those people should be put to death based on Leviticus 2013. Amen. And they say that we should just be put to death. They they want us killed, murdered in our house, and and raped and every horrible thing. So so yeah. why is it that the church didn't want to give us sandwiches? for all the horrible things they said about us. Why is it always, you know, what we said about them that's just so terrible that he even admits They're in the special. Bible? He just doesn't understand They're it.
2: They're special. They're special. We see they have a mental condition. You don't.
0: Ah, they do have a mental condition, and I definitely don't, so I would agree with that. <laughs> he wanted just to help the mentally disabled. <sighs> all right, well, I, I want to ask you a few more questions. What do, what do you think... Okay is your favorite YouTube channel apart from your own content and stuff like that? Like what's, what's a YouTube channel you like, or is there, is there a content creator out there that inspired you? Is there, is there someone that you, you know, you know, kind of more of your content, not necessarily just a church or something.
2: Oh yeah. Like back in the day before I started, I, I mean, I watched people like, Uh, I'd say like Big Doss, Limitless guy, Limitless. He did like pranks and stuff, Epic Epic Five TV, Ed Bassmaster. But like now I don't. Bassmaster is a classic. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even find out about him until like 20, almost 2018. But um, as far as now though, I pretty much just, I don't really watch that kind of stuff. I just watch like... uh, Sermons and things like that.
0: Would you look at that? I mean, would you look at it? Would you just look <laughs> at that? I mean, I, I think I saw a couple of videos of Big uh, Is it Big Dawes? I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is he yeah, still on YouTube? It. Yeah, he, he's on YouTube. What, what it kind of I can't even remember what the video is about. He did well, he just pranks. did more
2: like, like awkward pranks back in the day. Um, I, I and then, um, What's it, Epic 5 TV? That guy, he did like just a lot of trolling, on, like on the Vegas Strip. I thought it was pretty funny.
1: Well, I but. want to say this about pranks, and Cassidy, I, I've said this to you <clears> in <throat> private, and, and you agreed. I think that there are some really funny public prank videos and public prank channels out there, but there are some channels where they just go so overboard they're harassing people and yeah. like they're getting in people's personal space and it's they're yeah. clearly antagonizing people to the point of trying to start a physical altercation <clears throat> and oh, i don't yeah, find I don't those do ones to be funny at all yeah and you you don't do that at all I'm, I'm glad you don't i mean there's there's
0: some that are just like they go way overboard i think i think uh-huh. i saw one I and it was a guy like trying to pick fights with people he Thought we're in a real gang or something like that. Oh, there's a lot of them like that. Yeah. And oh, again, those are I, fake. I, you think fake. again? I, I, it's very easy. I, how many to of these videos them. are real though? Like, yeah. How many people are actually doing if, real? If anybody's prank pulling a videos? gun.
2: If anybody's, if it says gun pulled, knife pulled, fighting, trying to like throw gang signs at gang member, gang members, gold digger pranks, all fake.
1: Yeah, the gold digger ones are fake. It's actually easier than we would think to fake them because I, I saw yeah, a prankster. Hate. There was a YouTube, I saw this one time, where a YouTube public prank guy did a video that looked real. And then at the very end, he said, by the way, this was all fake. And I'm thinking like, wow, I, I didn't even realize that. So it's,
0: it's pretty convincing. A lot of them can be convincing. Yeah. I feel like all the ones that are like hidden camera on wife or husband, they're like always fake. Oh, because they're like going to so, know by
2: then. They're going well, to like,
0: get it, dude. It's like they have, it's like they have the video camera and you could tell someone's like going like this in the kitchen or whatever, like following yeah. around. I'm like, you didn't notice a giant guy holding a phone right. walking around right. filming you in your kitchen.
2: <laughs> Dude, my camera is small,
0: man. Like
2: usually uh, my cameraman, he's like, he's got his phone like on top of the camera and it's against his body and stuff like that. And he's wearing all black. So you don't even see the camera. And just the so way he positioned I was it. a
1: victim of a public, I don't know if the victim is the right word, but they got me one time a public prank YouTube channel. <clears throat> I was in the airport. I had a hoodie on. Somebody put a yeah. speaker in my hoodie that played rap music really loud. And I guess I didn't give them the reaction they wanted because they never posted yeah. it. But I thought that was kind of funny.
0: <clears throat> when it comes to, you know, making content. How, how much time does it take for you to like come up with a video idea? Are you, are you making these spontaneous or do you always have the skit planned or how, how does that work?
2: Some of the stuff I have planned and like written down, but then some of the stuff is kind of random and just happens. Um, there was one thing that I was telling him, um, cause people worship, you know how people worship Donald Trump and, and, uh, <laughs> and just, yeah. Anyways. I was I was going up to people in Bass Pro Shop, and I was like, how you doing, sir? Do you mind if I pray for you? And I was like, Donald Trump, can you hear us? Can you hear us right now, Donald <laughs> Trump? And, uh, dude, this one guy, he flipped out on me. He flipped, he was like, he's like, I pray to Jesus! And I was like, because I, I try to tell him, like, it's a joke, dude, like, it's just like making fun of like how people worship Trump and stuff like that, because they do. They, they idolized the crap out of him. So yeah, but most of the reactions were pretty dang funny,
0: man. Have you had so. anybody like actually hit you or something or like, have you had someone like assault oh. you while making a video?
2: So one time this was like f- within the last couple, this is like two months ago. So there was just a misunderstanding and I thought I was going to get jumped to buy like, what is it? Like four, no, like five black dudes. And then when they found out I was just, like, filming a video and it was a joke, they were, like, all cool about it. But until then, like, I guess, I mean, they wanted to, they looked like they wanted to jump me. So I was kind of scared, man. I was
0: like, oh, crap. What about, you know, you make these videos and um, you kind of recently you did some interviews with Pastor Anderson. You shared some of his gospel videos and stuff. so. Yeah. Um, how did you end up discovering his content or did you end up getting saved and then watching it or did you find his content and then end up getting saved later? How, how did that work?
2: <clears throat> so, okay, it's an in- interesting story actually. So, I don't know, are we on YouTube right now? Yes, we are, Do you want, okay, we can, I, we can I, cut the YouTube stream. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll just censor myself. So anyways, he showed me this video uh randomly where pastor anderson's talking i didn't even know who the heck he was at the time so he's talking and he's like hey you know what i i I love gays i want my kids to be gay you know i want everyone to be gay right but what my kids won't be is a filthy you know what and uh (laughs) and when i saw that i was like that is the funniest thing ever like is this real life because like, every, you know, pastor I've seen, they're always like, they just seem like weak. Yeah, watered I, down. I don't know, like, watered down, weak, they're not preaching the whole Bible, so I didn't know if it was real or not. And then later on, down the road, I ended up looking him up and watching a bunch of his sermons, but <clears throat> there was always people saying like, oh, you know, he's hateful, da-da-da. I didn't really listen, and then... I I got away from watching, like, uh, him and uh, I think I was watching, like, Pastor Mejia as well, and um, I got away from that, and I started watching, like, these Calvinists because I had no idea. Right. So I was watching, like... Uh, I never watched John MacArthur, but I was watching, like, Paul Washer, Ray Comfort. I don't think Ray Comfort's a Calvinist, but he's a false teacher for sure. And I was watching him, and I was like, dang, dude, like, how do you even know if you're saved? Like, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And um, so, and then I was watching some street preachers, too. And then... Uh, I was I was talking to uh, this buddy like just an Instagram friend who uh, follows like watches Pastor Anderson and you guys and stuff, and I want to do an interview with Stephen Anderson. I don't even remember why, but I want to do an interview with him. So then I got in contact with him uh, through Pastor Mejia and. I end up doing the interview with, with pastor Anderson and like that next day I watched his once saved only, uh, once saved, only saved uh, sermon. And I'm like, okay, now everything is making sense to me. It's all making sense. And that just, you know, made everything click. And I started watching all his other sermons and then I was like, wow, Paul Washer and all these other guys are just false teachers. And I, I just realized it instantly.
0: Well, that's pretty cool that you were willing to kind of interview him, but you maybe didn't necessarily agree with him or you didn't really even know. You just kind of interested in in his message. I
2: was a fan of his though. Like I was like, I was like, cause I I did like the way he preached. and so I just wasn't sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't, I didn't have like a bias where I'm like, oh, he's wrong. I wanted to genuinely wanted to find out the truth.
1: Well, and I think this is proof that the preaching against the homos can actually yield very, very positive results in terms of, people getting the gospel right, understanding how to be saved, because it leads to people watching other videos about that subject matter and getting that cleaned up. So, Pastor Shelley, Mm -hmm. I think right here we have an example of somebody who started out watching the sodomite stuff, anti-sodomite preaching, and now uh, turning into a soul winner, right? It's turned someone into a soul winner.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously you know, they wanna label us hateful, but the only thing that's hateful is telling lies to people. You know, the truth is not hateful. The truth could be mean, the truth could be blunt, the truth can be raw, but the truth is incapable of being hateful. Um, And so, you know, I believe that whenever you preach the truth on anything, that's the most loving thing you can do. And, And obviously some truths are uncomfortable, truths like you're gonna go to hell, the truth that you deserve death, all of these different items, but, the truth itself is not hateful. Obviously, the truth could be communicating hatred, or it could be communicating a negative message. But at the end of the day, communicating truth to someone is the most loving thing you could possibly do. And so, I think that resonates with anybody that is open to the truth, or open or seeking the Lord. And and yet, the everybody will tell us, you know, it's just oh, uh, these people are hateful and everything like that. But why would they censor us? If it wasn't attractive, why would they try to shut and, us down? Why do they have so much propaganda?
2: Because, you know, but, you know it's, they know it's true. Like, they're going to push all these other people. You don't see Paul Washer and these other guys getting all that hate because they're not preaching the truth. Which,
0: you know, and, it's it's great that someone like you found us and you, yeah. uh, you know, were willing to even put your neck on the line a little bit. I mean, you have put some gospel videos up, you interviewed Pastor Anderson, things like that. I think it would be hilarious and I, I don't know that it'll ever happen. It probably won't, but it'd be hilarious if someone like Mr. Beast or PewDiePie or, and, and it's probably not him, but I'm just saying someone like him ended up getting saved or wanting to share content because they're so entrenched and they're so popular that I don't think YouTube would know what to do with themselves because if they nuke that person, it would be really bad for them business wise. Yeah. But at the same time, they can't allow that truth to get out there. So it, it would just be kind of really funny if you could get, one of these giant YouTubers saved or something, but I don't, I don't know if that'll ever happen. I just, what do you think? Do you think they would just nuke them and just deal with it? Or do you think they would be, they wouldn't know what to do? I
2: I mean, it depends how far they go with it though. Like how far they go with like what they're, you know, saying publicly and posting, you know, like. What if they post like a
0: Bible way to heaven video?
2: I mean, it's, like if they had you on the stream or something, I think it'd be fine. They can't do anything about that.
0: Yeah. Like, it just depends on I what mean, they really? say. He's right.
2: Or an interview. Like if they brought you on and interviewed you or, or whatever, like
0: one of the other pastors, like they're not gonna do anything. I like, think if they would I this. think they would eliminate the video and they would just tell the person, like, we're take, we're not gonna give you a real strike on this, but we're just telling you you're not allowed to do this. And if you keep pressing the mark, then we will eliminate your channel. And they probably wouldn't even eliminate it. They would probably just, like, keep it up, but not allow him to post anymore and just, like, bring in a completely different person to take over their YouTube channel. Oh, gosh. It's like a total, like, yeah. Chinese replacement not- or something.
1: I don't know. What do you who think? Who the heck knows? I-, I think what they would probably try and do is, if somebody who is very popular, ended up getting saved, liking our movement, is try and put breadcrumbs maybe, on their main channel, where YouTube's safe theological content that's geared more towards salvation, geared more towards King james Onlyism, geared more towards these doctrines that we can put on YouTube without dealing with the censorship. Maybe they would do that, and that way they could stay within the realm of these stupid nebulous guidelines. But I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Cassidy is really the closest example we have to this. I mean, he's got almost 2 million subs. And I know, Cassidy, you talked to Friends that you know that are on the YouTube platform as well, yeah. other comedians. I mean, when we were out to dinner the one time, another very famous yeah. big channel uh, called you. And, and and I know you've been talking to him about spiritual things. So uh, you could see that the truth is spreading very quickly. Yeah. And we talk about, well, why do they censor us so much? Because without that censorship, the truth would spread so fast that they yeah. would not be able to control it because it's attractive, because it's the truth, and they have no way to actually stop it yeah. by refuting our arguments.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. And I was gonna say something real quick, um, like because Calvinists don't believe in soul winning, correct?
0: I mean, they they would they like sponsor missionaries and things like that, but they don't really do door to door evangelism unless it's a it's yeah. Just kind this a guy really told me exception.
2: This guy who uh, watches, like, Paul Washer and MacArthur told me that a uh, soul, like, you can't win souls. That's what he told me.
0: Yeah, I mean, and said, based on their doctrine and their theology, it makes no sense. I mean, if you have zero he control. Said, he
2: said also that, uh, like, say that I, for example, that I had a certain sin or whatever, like, I, I drink alcohol. He said if I don't. If I'm not at least willing to stop drinking, or if I don't want to stop drinking, I can't get saved.
0: I mean, which sins are we going to put on that list? Because the Bible says that the thought of foolishness is sin. So, if if is yep. someone going to claim that they never have that, or again, the Bible says to look upon a woman and you know basically lust after her as committing adultery in your heart.
2: Never. Done I think it. Never any done
0: straight it. any straight guy is going to make it clear that that's impossible. To, to yeah. stop. I mean, yeah. I think that, you know, I was talking with somebody else. They were saying you can have children until you die, too. Like, men can just basically reproduce all the way to the bitter end. So I don't, you know, and I've even heard this, that nursing homes are, you know, hot zones. So, like, I don't think that even as you get older, you're going to just stop liking women. I mean, look in the Bible. That's an interesting thing. How many, how many men in the Bible get married when they're really old? I mean, Abraham had Sarah. And then it's just like she's gone, Katura. You know, you have, I mean, you just have like, and he's in his hundreds. So, you know, let alone today when people are in their 60s, 70s, There's 80s. There's prerequisites.
2: 90s. They give you these false teachers, they give you all these prerequisites to getting saved. Like, look, first you got to quit drinking. You got to stop, uh, you know, smoking cigarettes. You got to stop watching porn, stop cussing. Uh, Stop, yeah, exactly, stop stop lying, uh, just whatever sins. You know, obviously everybody has different sins in their one. life, you know, yeah. some bigger I mean, than so. others, but you gotta stop doing those sins, then you can believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and ah. get saved.
1: Hey, I wanna back you up with scripture, talking about <laughs> Abraham. The Bible tells us, uh, it, it talks <clears> about, it being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old. Amen. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. So you have, you know, 100 years old, Abraham,
0: and yet continuing hey how to about do this david like he's on his deathbed and they literally bring him a brand new virgin bride Abishag, Abishag. just to keep him warm so but i mean but was there physical things there they or? didn't consummate the marriage they didn't consummate, yeah. but at the same time like i don't think he was disinterested in women when you're no. having a brand new virgin come to to basically warm you up i mean they 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 were trying to keep him alive and they were thinking like, let's bring in a brand new young lady. So obviously men are still attracted to women till their dying yeah, breath, that, that's which is what the only say. point I'm making is Yeah, the, is the sense that for obviously you should control your thoughts. It's not an excuse to just think lustful yeah. thoughts and do these things. But again, if we're going to say from a temptation perspective, people that are claiming like, you know, I'm I'm recovered from all sin and I don't do this. anymore. I am. i I don't
2: deliberately sin i see that's the thing about me (laughs) i don't deliberately do it
0: so if you don't
2: deliberately do it
0: you're good well i just i've heard my pastors of of old that were not saved say as long as you're not practicing he said you know everybody sins but as long as you're not practicing the sin i'm just like what what, what, makes it become a practice how many
2: times you got to do it
1: they're getting that (laughs) from the modern versions of the bible that twist first john chapter three yeah and turned it into... It, he doesn't make a practice of sin. Yeah, whoever's born of God does not
0: practice sin. So, so does that mean you get like root beer, and you're like, oh, this is kind of like beer, and you're, you're practicing for when you're gonna actually drink or something? I mean, how does, how does practicing sin even work? They would claim habitual, I would assume. Yeah, obviously. but
1: Just, Well, obviously. But here, here, here's the thing that's funny about that, <laughs> is the King James makes it clear, not, not funny, but uh, in contrast to what they say. The King James says, whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. The Bible says when you're saved, you can't sin. Exactly. The Bible says when you're saved, all things are become new. Not some things, all things are become new. You can't sin. The only way to make sense of verses like that is to understand the old man versus the new man. And I think a lot of confusion stems from people misunderstanding the difference between the flesh and the spirit, the old man and the new man. I was going to say, we, we should do
2: a skit. We should do a skit, like, you know how Ray Comfort does his soul winning? Mm-hmm. And, um, like, you, one of you guys could, or one of us could be the one who's the soul winner, and the other person is, you, you know, you're trying to get saved, and you're just telling them, like, how wicked they are. Just, hey, <laughs> so you're a lying, blasphemous, murderous, adulterous, thieving, conniving, uh, whatever, you know? And, and then... Um, so, so look, but God did something for you. Do you know what that is? Well, yeah, Jesus died on the cross, right? Yeah, so there's 10 things you must do to get saved.
0: <laughs> now you have to First repent to of go. all your sins. Yeah.
2: Repent. Repent of all your sins. Clean up your life.
0: We, made, See, we had him on the I podcast. I care about
2: you. I love you.
0: Yeah, we had him on the podcast, and he asked all the people afterwards. He's like, now, now, tell me back what you had to do to, to be saved. And They're like, repent of my sins, and I don't know what the other thing was. It's like they can't even remember anything about believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, His death and resurrection, no. salvation by faith. It's just basically quit being a crappy person, and you'll somehow it's all about magically you. be saved. They make
2: it about that's what they, they they make it about you instead of what Jesus did. That's what that's what these lordship people do. And he, and Ray Comfort says he doesn't even know what lordship salvation is. John MacArthur doesn't even know what lordship even,
0: salvation is.
2: He, um, MacArthur doesn't even know what the difference is between being a disciple and being saved. He has no idea. Right. Because he explains being saved as being a disciple.
0: Well, I heard that John MacArthur doesn't even believe like three quarters mm-hmm. of his church is saved. So, uh, what a successful uh, yeah. ministry that is. That's great fruit right there. <laughs> you, you can't even tell. You, Paul you the Washer, of his church.
2: Paul Washer did a sermon where he's talking about how wicked the world is and this and that, and I sent it to Ben. And uh, they people strive to be like the world. They're wicked, whatever. And I remember one sermon, he's even talked about, uh, you know, people are on their way to hell, and the church, you know, starts applauding him, and he's like, I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. <laughs> I'm like, so, okay, so you're Mr. Self-righteous. You're so good, Paul.
0: He's so much better than all the other devoted Christians in the room, so. Yeah. Well, I, obviously, we could we could probably... Demo- we need to have enough? a we need to have another show Should on Should we this do another 2 have, hours on yeah, false profits? Well, we do need. Come on, what else do you have to do, do tonight? Yeah, we do need <laughs> to talk about that topic, but probably another <laughs> another evening and we want to respect Cassidy's time. Thanks so much for coming on the show and talking with us. Yeah, and you need to sure. check out Cassidy Campbell's channel. Obviously, he came on here to promote him, you know, promote his channel because we have such a big audience <laughs> and, and we, hopefully if we get all of our subscribers all like 100% of our scrubbers to add to his, the number won't even change. But um, of course, uh, we, we really appreciate you coming on the show, talking with us. Sure. And, uh, you know, he makes he makes some funny videos out there. But, you know, one thing that we like about Cassidy, he does actually love the Lord he saved. Uh, he is a soul winner. And so, you know, that's hard to find. It's hard to find someone like that out there that cares. And uh, check out his Rumble channel. Uh, is there any other platforms we can find you on? Uh, just
2: Instagram rumble. It's all Casty Campbell. I was going to say I should have you on my, uh, my, uh, cause of that, that channel I'm just, I just started posting on there again. I only have like pastor Mejia and pastor Anderson interview. Uh, Let's so do it. I want to have you on there as well. I'll just get some questions and stuff.
0: So we should, uh, we should yeah. hook up. So right. I think that's going to pretty much do it for us on our show this evening. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's always 8 p.m. live. We have got a couple more great shows for this season. You don't want to miss it. Um, hopefully, we'll end up having some call-ins as well in the in the upcoming shows. Um, we might have some other guests, and uh, we're looking to do some other games too. If you ever have a suggestion, you know, put a comment. If you have a certain topic, a certain thing you want us to cover in the show, comments help us to get at least 10 more viewers on YouTube, and you know, I'm just joking, of course. But, uh, you know, and of course, we're gonna actually try to get on some new platforms. Check us out on godresource.com, check us out on Rumble, and of course, you can even get this podcast on a lot of other platforms. What do we got there, Ben? We're on Google Podcasts, we're on Stitcher Radio App, we're on
1: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Podbean, that's my and, favorite. Yeah, if you just Google the Baptist Bias Podcast, you'll find every single... There's actually more than that even, but I made sure to blast this thing out everywhere I could. Well,
0: for that, it's gonna do us. Go ahead, Ben, sign us off.
1: Thanks, Pastor Shelley. That's it for our show. Be back again next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central. We thank you for tuning in live in the chat room and participating there, but until next time, this is Ben Naim signing off. We will talk to you guys again After a while.